Hi friends, welcome along. This is the Influence Podcast. If you're looking to inspire more people, have a positive impact on a global scale, build an influential and magnetic brand, and build a profitable business with your unique gifts and talents, then the Influence Podcast is for you. I'm your host, Jake Adam-Davey, former high school French and Spanish teacher, turned international speaker, online business coach, and Instagram growth and monetization enthusiast. You can find tools, resources, and so much more on the website, jakeadamdavey.com. And you can also say hello on Instagram, at jakeadamdavey. Please also, if you're enjoying the podcast, do feel free to leave a review. The more stars, the better, of course. But equally, if you're not enjoying it, you are still invited to leave a review. The one thing I would also ask is, of course, sharing is caring. So if you've listened to something or heard something in the podcast that you think you've enjoyed or would be useful and beneficial to other people, then please do hit that share button and pass it on to somebody that you know. I'd be so very, very grateful and so thankful if you did. Now let's dive in with today's episode on the Influence Podcast. All right. Hello. Welcome along. This is another episode of the Influence Podcast uh, and another opportunity for uh, me to share um, really a uh, um, something which I think is super exciting and an incredibly powerful vehicle for you to expand your influence uh, and impact people with your message. And I'm not alone today, uh, which makes this even more enjoyable. Uh, I've got a guest with me. Uh, Krista Martin is here with me today. Hello, Krista. Hello. Excited to be here. Excited to have you here as well. I'm going to just give a quick intro, if I may, to you and uh, give a bit of background for everybody listening. And then I want to get straight in with the good stuff, if that's okay. So let's let's let me just give a quick intro, um, Chris. I'll, I'll, I'm going to I'm going to share this, and you can correct me if I miss anything. Um, Krista's joining us. Uh, Krista Martin. She's MBA, CPCC, PCC. You're going to have to tell me what those mean. I'm very very interested <laughs> in that. Um, is the president and founder of Make Your Mark and the Six Figure Impact Academy. Uh, as a sought-after speaker and business mentor, she teaches her clients how to fill their coaching programs through speaking and scale their business to multiple six figures. If that sounds like something you want to do, you are definitely listening to the right show today. Um, and through building and selling her first side business, uh, 12 plus uh, years in corporate and scaling her own coaching business to seven figures, she discovered how keeping things simple allows you to create faster results and have more fun. Krista, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. And I'm excited to have some fun today too. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, this is a real pleasure because uh, I, I, well, firstly, you know, I, I personally think one of the best ways for people to impact and influence people is through speaking. Um, my background is teaching, so I kind of love this area as well. And maybe I just go straight in with how important is it for people to be able to speak and communicate with their audience? Oh my gosh, I feel like it's it's one of the most important skill sets that really will allow you to grow a thriving coaching business. You can grow it in other ways, of course, but you know, and, and I love the name of your podcast. It all ties in so beautifully, but it allows you to to show up, to lead, to get clarity even on your own message when you're speaking, but even more importantly, to create that positive impact and that positive influence that really gets more buy-in from people because when we see people in person or you know, if if Jake recommends this person over here, it's it's kind of that transitive property of trust that is transferred to that. 
And, and so when we can speak and share a message, people can also get a read on our energy and say, wow, Krista's got great energy that I resonate with, or wow, Krista's got weird energy that I don't resonate <laughs> with. Both are great, yeah. but it just gives that, that chance to build a connection so much faster and to be able to inspire your audience to take action that aligns with their goals. Absolutely. Absolutely. That there's so much in there, just in that intro that we could unpick. And thank you for, for sharing that. Um, yeah. This idea of clarifying your message. So the idea that you, by speaking to other others, that you can actually clarify your own thing. This is something yeah. that I find is quite a, a, it's it's a real stumbling block for people when they get started. So tell me, tell, how, how does that work? It's um, a little bit of, I would say, <laughs> for the people who might be listening that are in the camp of, you know, being perfectionists, myself used to be one of them. It was a hard thing to learn that, for me, marketing was about learning and growing and making mistakes sometimes, you know, because I wanted to avoid mistakes and I realized, nope, now they're my friend. I embrace them. You know, I, I want to say I eat them for breakfast. I definitely, you know, make mistakes each day. But when we're in front of an audience, we can quickly get feedback. Wow, that resonated. Wow, that didn't. When I was hosting a three-day event several years ago, I shared in front of everybody and I was just talking from my heart and, you know, I don't remember exactly what we were diving into, but I shared my story and I shared how your growth doesn't have to be incremental. And the entire room, I mean, my experience of it really wasn't quite this dramatic, but rose up, you know, and was like, but there was so much resonance with that statement yeah. that in that moment, I realized, okay, this is a message that really strikes a chord with my right fit people. And so it gives you that chance to practice, to see what lands, what doesn't. And if it doesn't land, you just, you don't have to use it again. But it also allows you really to connect to people's hearts, which I, I believe is really important. And one of the things, well, I made lots of mistakes speaking to grow my business. So any mistakes I talk about, I've done them or been there, made that mistake at least a hundred times. And one of the things that I did was I thought, well, I'm a business and marketing coach. I can teach people anything, you know, or not anything, but really a million different things, as I'm sure you could. If someone said, hey, Jake, teach me about this, you could teach about it, even if it's not related to exactly, you know, the core of, of what your marketing is about. Yeah. So I kind of taught about everything. And then I attracted clients who wanted kind of a mishmash of things when we were working together. So one of the things that we work extensively with clients on is we get clear on the four problems that their service helps to solve. Yeah. And then we speak on those topics because that naturally attracts your right fit people. So if I'm talking about speaking to grow your business, for example, that's going to attract people that want to speak to grow their business, which is my right fit person. If someone wants to blog to grow their business, that's fabulous. That's a fantastic strategy. And there's someone else that can teach them that. So I'm okay if they don't want to come to my presentation. So it's even like clarifying it in that way too, that feels uncomfortable yeah. a lot of times because you could teach a lot. You know, you could share a lot. And I'm sure as a past teacher and then the speaking that you do as well, too, it's you could speak on probably a thousand different topics, but really being focused allows you to grow and create that momentum. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and it's interesting you say that the that you pull out the maybe the four major problems or challenges that the client has, that the audience has and talk around those topics, because that feels very similar to when we when we guide clients around content creation on instagram um you yes know, the natural thing is what's the what's the problem in people's heads right 
um or what the problem what the, what's the problem that they perceive as being the biggest challenge or biggest obstacle yes. for them to to grow their business um so who who should be speaking and 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 i say that in the sense of you talk specifically about coaches how they grow their yeah. business and such but of course there are some people that are very comfortable like talking and on stage and speaking in front of an audience but then i've, I've got no doubt there are many many coaches that are very very good at what they do but they prefer very much to be behind the scenes so who would this be right for is it really right for everybody do you walk people through even if they've got kind of that stage fright type of thing Yes. And so I would say, yes, we absolutely work with people that, you know, have the stage fright feeling, but it's usually a person that feels in their heart that they're meant to share their message through speaking. Like they would say, even if they're nervous, yeah. they would say, yes, I've, I've always pictured myself on a stage of some sort or right. sharing my message in front of people. You know, I mean, even speaking, one of our clients um, works with parents and teens to choose their post high school path, whether it's college, whether it's, you know, going on a gap year, whatever that looks like. And so she found her people gathered at um, PTA meetings, parents. So yeah. she went to a PTA meeting and offered value for 10 minutes. So it wasn't like this huge, I'm in front of 80,000 people kind of thing, but it can be. So I would say it's the person that really feels like this is a strategy that feels aligned to them. If someone says, Chris, I hate speaking, you'll never ever make me get up. I would not think it's an aligned strategy for that person. And that's okay. You know, there's there's other ways to do it. And maybe, but um, I love it for those people who are called to be in front of groups because, you know, just like I'm sure you do with your clients, they gain clarity, so much clarity, just doing the work and getting clear on what are they posting on their content? You know, how are they sharing that? What's getting response versus not? And so that process of going through and really following through with a strategy that feels aligned is where, to me, all the magic happens. The mistakes, the magic, the wins all kind of combine together. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. And so what are some of the the major um, areas? Like, What are, the, what are the, the things that hold people back when they think, well, I've, I've tried speaking before and yeah. it didn't work or um, speaking sounds more difficult than this other route? What are the, the benefits of, of speaking and why specifically this as opposed to, to other other pathways to build people's businesses? Yes. Well, and one of the most basic reasons, you know, is we think about, you know, one of the cornerstones of business is, you know, for someone to do business with somebody else, you want to know, like, and trust them. And being in front of somebody, having them see you and experience your energy is one of the fastest ways to build that. It also is controllable, which I love in that, you know, it doesn't necessarily rely on somebody else approving something or, you know, a different, um, just, just, it's, it's completely controllable within yourself and that, you know, we teach clients how to lead their own small group kind of round table events that they can do virtually, they can do in person. One of the things that we work with or really helped us to grow quickly too was leveraging other people's audiences. So who's already gathering your person that you can offer great value to and get on their stage? You know, you could, so it's it's this thing that you, I always think about it as like a water faucet. You can turn it on or off as much as you want. And then um, being positioned as a leader and taking responsibility for your message and your impact is really big too, in that we want to be really intentional about it. And to your point, I believe most coaches and actually most uh, service-based business owners, especially that are wanting to grow their business through speaking. A lot of times they don't have a strategy behind it. And so they do speak, 
and they don't get clients and then they throw up their hands and say, well, this didn't work for me, you know, or I knew it wouldn't work. And that's where the problem is, is they don't actually have a strategy behind it. Perfect. So that, that was going to be my next question in terms of the mistakes yeah. that perhaps people make and the, the yes. misconceptions that people have. So what are maybe if, if people are listening and they've they've literally done that, they've, they've maybe yeah. had the opportunity to speak and they've spoken on stage or on a virtual stage um, and they've, they've had this opportunity to be really, really excited about it and such. And the, the clients didn't come or the leads didn't come or the sales didn't come or, or yes. whatever the specific outcome was that they were expecting didn't come. What would you recommend in that situation? Oh my gosh. And this, I would say happens probably 98% of the time to people who, <laughs> who speak. So if anybody's hearing themselves in this, I want you to know you're in very, very good company. And yeah. even like the clients that we work with are, they're incredibly smart people. So it's not ever anything is wrong or, you know, wrong with them or even their message. Mm -hmm. But what we find is, and really we've, we've crafted like a six step formula for sharing your message in a way that we call it speak to profit or speak to convert it's really very intentional of how we open people's energy how we connect with them build rapport share the value and also have them inspired to take action and what we see most coaches do and again i have been in this camp as well is they're so excited they're so passionate to share whatever it is that they're going to share that they actually over educate their people and they don't actually activate their people, which is where the marketing, which is where the strategy, and it doesn't mean you have to do, you know, get up there and do a 20 minute sales pitch and a 30 minute talk, but we do want to use our messaging in a way that has your right people. And I, I love dogs, so you might even hear mine in the background, but I always think of like a dog that turns their head sideways when they hear a high pitched noise, yeah. that when you're sharing a client's story in a way you're right fit, people say, that's similar to me. I need to talk to Jake, or I need to have a conversation with Krista or, you can even transform objections too on kind of a ninja level when we're speaking and so making sure we're speaking to educate yes but we're also speaking to activate and having those difference in messages as well as having a plan for how to speak to convert versus the spaghetti approach which is what the 98 percent do of you know oh i spoke tuesday and i spoke friday and both times i did it wildly different because i just spoke about what came up for me, but instead saying, let's evaluate this like a CEO, have our six steps, and then we can say, or the six step framework and look at it each time and see what went great, what what didn't go great and improve from there. Yeah, that's that's perfect. And in in that sense, you talk about the teaching and um, to educate versus activate, which I think is a yeah. great phrase. Uh, so people might still hear that and they might think, okay, I, I get it. I, I, I know that those, you know, the three most dangerous words in the English language. I know that. Um, yeah, I so, love that. Um, so, so what would they like? How how can somebody can somebody identify that themselves? Is this is this the importance of having a second pair of eyes where somebody can just step back and just look objectively? And say, look, I've seen you speak. Uh, we've gone through this together. Let me let me give you some pointers. Let me give you some tips here. Yes, it in my experience, I needed someone a second pair of eyes to look at this and give me that feedback. And that was, you know, even knowing what I know, and and you know, working to integrate it into my talk. It's really valuable, really, anytime, in my opinion, to get that 
second eyes or second opinion, just because so many times we have things in our head that you and I just know innately and we think we're communicating it or we think we're saying it because it's in our brain, but we're actually not articulating it or not articulating it in a way that meets our person who's listening where they are. Because, you know, for example, if, if you were to speak about Instagram, your level of expertise is so far beyond what I imagine even a, a new client to you would be that making sure that we're speaking where they can hear versus at the expert level. Yeah. And it's easy to fall into the expert level because that's where all of us spend our time, you know, in our own brains, which yeah. can be good or bad, but, you know, really looking at, and there's different ways to do it through telling stories, evoking emotion, you know, really making sure we're, we're telling and talking about things instead of being in that didactic, here are the four steps, you know, step one is this, step two is that. And, um, and so it's it's one of the reasons like when we work with with clients too that we have what i call a content review session each week where they actually submit their talk and we give them feedback and again with really smart people they still always walk away with things to improve yeah. you know because they oh i thought i was doing that because it was in their brain but not articulated through either their slides or their their talk framework so makes a lot of sense yeah that, that does make a lot of sense having that that second pair of eyes outside of yourself ultimately what well, the, the coaching role right the coaching yeah you can see that um super absolutely and so you talked a bit about stories there um i'd love to know a bit more about your story to get to this stage and how did how did this come about to be you know working with people and helping them speak to profit ultimately Oh, thank you for asking that. And it's such a, a great tie in too with with the story piece. And, you know, really with um, in a, a nutshell, I always felt like I always pictured myself in front of a, a group of people speaking and sharing my message, even before I started my business. And I just thought, I'll do that in corporate America or I'll, you know, but not knowing exactly how it would happen. Then fast forward a couple of years, you know, running my business left corporate and I was bringing in about $40,000 in my business at the time, left my corporate role and actually was, they downsized and got rid of all their salespeople. Yeah. I had been speaking on stages, networking groups, and even doing webinars, but I wasn't consistently converting. And at that point I had put together what I, I felt like was the best method or process. I'm a big systems person. So anytime we can wrap a system around it, yeah. that's something I, I am always, my brain naturally tries to do. And then when I was let go from my job, um, I would say I was selling drugs. They were drugs, they were pharmaceuticals though. So they were legal. Yeah, and legal drugs, yeah. <laughs> I know some people say, what kind of podcast is this, Jake? Yeah. No, but, but going from that place of being about $40,000 in income, and I said, okay, I'm gonna put this to the test. I'm going all in on this framework. I found another, or I asked myself the question, who is gathering my ideal client in large groups? I found a coach association group. And I said, okay, my goal, is to speak at least once, if not twice a month to this association, get in front of them through webinars and in-person talks. I literally did the same talk over the course of that year, at least once a month to their different groups that they had one or two in each state and national or international as well. But um, that year, my business grew from 40 to $220,000 from literally doing the same talk. Yeah to the same association, it was just, they had different groups. So I would do a webinar to the Nebraska group, to the Georgia group, you know, and um, 
and then my my call to action was simply set up a conversation with me if you're inspired to do so so it wasn't a big pitch it wasn't anything complicated and i share that because in my brain um i thought it had to be this super complicated you know new content every single time new you know build my audience to 80 billion people first I didn't have a big list. I just had a talk that converted and I had a group that was already gathering that I could offer value to. And so it can be that simple. And, you know, not only having done it for several years that in the wrong way, but then saying, okay, I think these are, you know, looking at the people who did speak to convert, looking at my talks that worked versus my talks that didn't try to framework. And then each time I iterated and improved it just a little bit. And then by the end of that year, I had you know, I don't know how many, I probably should, could calculate how many hours of practice, you know, that year of, yeah, yeah, yeah. of doing the same talk over and over. And um, I don't do that same presentation anymore because I got bored of it. But that's a good thing when you get bored of your own content and you're like, okay, time to switch up for that reason. But it really can be any level that you're at. You can apply it in a new way, whether it's speaking, you know, and doing podcast even there's certain ways to activate through that. You know, if you're doing an online challenge, there's lots of different ways to leverage it. And it's it's just really exciting when you see an audience get moved. That's what really motivates me. And you see people say, oh, I see new possibilities now. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Do you, do, do you specialize in, does it, is it better for people in person? Do you also um, uh, train for people speaking online as well? And how has that shifted perhaps more recently? Uh, I apologize, by the way, for the noise in the background. I think I mentioned, Chris, just oh. before we started the, uh, I don't know if you picked that up, but um, we've got the, I've got the window, we've got the hottest day, just for everybody listening, we've got the hottest day in the year so far uh, in the UK. So I am just melting here. So we've got the windows open, we've got all kinds of things going on. But um, sorry, to come back to to to, uh, to where we were before. Um, online, offline, um, what are the main differences and does it matter where people get started? If what I would say, if someone's considering getting started, I would say what feels easiest to you? Let's take the the easiest because there's going to be resistance no matter what when we're doing something new. Yeah. So let's at least choose the medium that feels better in person typically converts at a higher level just because of the energy exchange and like I'm physically seeing Krista, you know, or I saw her hair looks like my sister's hair or that kind of thing. And you can really have more one on one conversations kind of to the side before or after. Yeah. So if you loved both venues the same, I would say all day, every day, let's do it in person. The convenience of online really can't be beat, in my opinion. You know, the fact that you and I are together today, right in this moment, and both of us are in our house. You know, yours is, sounds like maybe warmer than where mine is, <laughs> but being able to be reach people that you likely couldn't ever reach is one reason that I, I really like the online space. And I joke and say we get to do our business mullet when we present online, which I mean, we're, we're business or we're dressed a certain way from the top up. And usually the, the bottom half is PJ pants or yoga pants or, or, you know, something fun on the bottom. But, um, but there's, there's definitely a higher conversion that happens in person and online has been it has just grown so much that's been one of the positive things i believe that came out of COVID is people are so much more connected with people than i mean we're disconnected in a lot of ways but we're more connected with people we never would have even spoken to or had the chance to reach because we can go across countries we can go you know even across the us 
I could impact people in Nebraska and, you know, Georgia in the same day without leaving my house. So, and it's, it's really the same framework that we teach when you're doing your content. Um, and it was interesting. I did a webinar the other day. I still do content and um, webinars for this coach association I mentioned, and they had half the group in person and half the group virtual and I was virtual. So it was even that kind of different energy of yeah, a hybrid event, which is kind of interesting too. I don't know if you've done any hybrid events or. Uh, we did, but that was actually pre-COVID. So we had an event in oh. South Africa. Uh, we had about 400 people in the room and then I think about 200 people online as well. Oh my gosh. So you were ahead of like ahead of the, the trend <laughs> there. I love that. Yeah, not intentionally, but uh, <laughs> uh yeah, somehow that 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 all worked out. Um and so the, the I guess one of the areas that people might hesitate on, or if I'm listening, I'm thinking this, you know, this sounds fantastic. And you mentioned you know one of the things that I picked up on when you said you you how the degree to which you grew your business and coming yeah. in almost as like an expert and speaking to somebody else's community. Um when I, 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 I won't bore everybody listening here with the, the story, which I've, I'll tell a few times, but when I first started online, you know, the, the real wow shift in my brain was when I was invited to speak on somebody's virtual stage for the first time. And, you know, I, I made the same amount of money, $35,000 in two hours that originally had taken me 12 months as a teacher to earn. And that's wow. when my parents and family started looking at me like, are you selling drugs? Because <laughs> that, you know, that's what they thought was going yeah. like, They couldn't understand it. And so that was a big shift for me personally. It, how, like, what are, are there kind of some set up in speaking better than others? Are there ones that you recommend people go for? Are there one, like, I, I, I just want to kind of make sure that people feel like there's no barriers for them to get started. Yes. And I'm sorry, what were you saying? Is there, would you just reshare that question? It just cut out for one second there. Yeah, sure. Sorry. So, um, uh, are there, uh, I guess if I rephrase it slightly. So, um, there's a great advantage, uh, or certainly from my own personal experience of being seen as an expert and coming into somebody else's community. Yes. And you touched upon that before where there's already an audience built and yes. you come in as an expert and speak to that community. Um, if people feel that they don't have that opportunity, does that mean that they can't get started or is there truly something for everybody here? It's what I've found to be true because I've had clients that say, I don't know anybody or I don't know any groups. And usually that's a mindset block that they have yeah. that it's just yeah. kind of, I call it their knee jerk. No, you know, like, nope, that won't work for me. Yeah. So we usually will do some digging and a quick client story that he kind of felt, or one of my current clients felt like he didn't have a group necessarily. Cause he said, I work with leaders and it's kind of like leaders could be anywhere or everywhere. So we didn't feel like they were in a certain place. And so we looked at his story. He was actually in supply chain management prior to his role now as a coach. And so I said, okay, let's just play with that. Because one of the things I love about marketing is the more narrow we get, the more opportunities we see. So I said, okay, let's just look who gathers supply chain management leaders, you know, in that. And there was ISN, the Institute of Supply Chain Management. There was all these different groups. I said, okay, let's just pick the top three that come up in a Google search. He has then since been on multiple stages for ISM even there spoken at their um, annual meeting and is kind of their, they would say his, their leadership guy, you know, is who they go to. So he was willing to be a big fish in a small pond. And I just shared that story because he kind of felt the same too and felt like, and part of the problem was he was looking at all leaders, yeah. which 
I mean, they could be, and they are everywhere. And you can even define leader very different. But when you allow yourself to say, okay, what, you know, who's gathering my person, or you think about one ideal client you love working with, think about him or her, their details, and say, where would he or she go? What group is gathering them? It could even be a local yoga studio. You know, it might be 10 people. It could be 10,000 people also, which is just as great, but being willing to even ask your ideal client, where do you go? Where do you hang out? Who would you suggest I speak with? One of the first places I spoke was at a rotary group. And I, in my brain said, coaches don't hang out at rotary groups, Mm -hmm. of course. And then I said, oh, look at me with the same story my clients have. So I'm going to still do this. Of course, there was one coach in the room who became a client, but um, it's also about just getting out there and trying it sometimes and saying, I didn't expect my ideal client to be there in large numbers, but it helped my neighbor out who was the president. She was looking for speakers every single week. I got to practice my message. I was going to count that as success. And then, you know, it still worked out. So being willing to, to look beyond your initial no and ask yourself, you know, who do I know that speaks that I could talk to, or what is a really narrow version of one of my ideal clients? Where would they go? You know, and Google, you know, association for supply chain managers or whatever that is. And you will see, you will be amazed at the types of groups that gather, as well as um, even if you type in your zip code or, you know, your city, and then you said networking groups for, you know, extroverts, you could probably find or introverts, they probably have groups, you know, I don't know if introverts gather in groups, but maybe they do. Um, But maybe small groups, and I'm kind of joking there, but um, but so so I would invite anybody with that story that they don't have you know, access to that to push themselves to go a little deeper. And if they still run into that block, just start talking to people and say, who do you know that I should connect with that's looking for a speaker? And your mind will be blown about the connections you already have that maybe it's a rotary group, maybe it's a group of your dream people that's gathering, you know, regularly, or maybe you want to host your own small event too. Sounds great. Sounds great. That is really helpful. And again, just the, the, the stories we tell ourselves that yes. we can't do it and such and it's more often than not us getting in our own way as opposed to real blocks that are out there yeah um, so this is uh, fascinating i mean i feel like we've just scratched the surface and there'll be people listening that want to you know know a lot more about this stuff so what's the what's the best way for um people that are listening right now if they're thinking you know i can't keep holding off on this you know i need some either i need to get started or i want to get started yeah. with my speaking or they've been doing it for a while and and exactly as you said they're not really satisfied with the results that they've had so far um what's what's kind of a good option for what kind of things uh, would you recommend as a next step for people well, today we host a week-long workshop and it's actually kicking off next week we do this several times a year and it's called speak to profit where it's completely free it's virtual and it's funny because when you teach about speaking to convert and then you're also implementing the strategies as you're speaking that you teach about it's kind of just is a a mind um just kind of a funny thing to think about but it's five days you know total of five hours we do have the sessions recorded if anybody has to miss but it's really about getting clear on that message we're going to teach five steps of how to get booked, how to really own your energy as a speaker, because if you even have the best topic in the world, but your energy is kind of crappy energy, you're going to get crappy results no matter what. We're also going to talk about some specific ways to activate versus educate your audience. So you'll literally walk away with your speaking game plan. And one of my favorite things, again, I love 
um, math and I also love systems, which I know is not usually the reason people get into business, but we're going to show some speaking profit models so people can see how to quickly, you know, getting in front of a small amount of people, they could have a $10,000, whatever their goal is for that month, they're going to see their exact path to bring that to life through speaking. That's great. And yeah, it's so much fun. I geek out on the numbers and the reverse engineering. So that's a fun part of it. Yeah, I love that. I love that. So we've got, um, we've been, you've very kindly offered the opportunity for our audience to, yeah. to be able to join this. And I love the fact, like you said before, you, you're, you're teaching the thing that you do, as in, as in the way you deliver it, you're literally yeah. delivering the thing that you actually teach as well. So even like people just come along and watch this and experience this is going to get a whole lot of value from that as well. It, it will be. And we've had people come through the workshop three or four times and they're like, oh, I saw you do the thing that I didn't realize the first time. And, and it's kind of funny to think about people watching from those angles, but it's also a great way to learn, you know, on, on multiple different levels, too. For sure. For sure. So I would recommend we've, we've got a link. And thank you so much for giving our audience the opportunity to, to join this as well, because I know that these are these are limited uh, how often you do this. Um, the the link uh, we've actually got the link i think so the link that i would yeah. guide people to i'll put the link in the chat box uh sorry in the show notes under the chat box in the show notes um and it's jakeadamdavy.com so it's our uh, usual domain jakeadamdavy.com forward slash krista k-r-i-s-t-a forward slash krista um and we'll send people there so that they can ultimately check out the speak to profit uh yeah. training which is available um, and you mentioned you have a, a few of these uh, throughout the year, but there's one specifically next week. So we'll put a link in yeah. there for people. Um, and are there any final things that you'd like to say for people that are you know, considering coming along to that? Yes, I would say, well, first, we would love to have you, even if you come and just absorb information and take away one or two nuggets. But I would say if you're called to share your message in a big way and really feel like a stage, whatever that stage looks like, whether it's virtual or in person is for you, to really lean into that energy. I really believe if you feel that calling within yourself, everything you're looking for, the clarity, the breakthrough, the clients is on the other side of learning how to master speaking to profit in your business. And it's it's a fun process, also allows you to step more into that CEO skill set and mindset. I love that. I love that. Thank you so much. So jcadamdavy.com forward slash Krista is the link that we will have uh, in the show notes. Uh, we'll share that when we share this episode as well. Um, the one thing I would I would just add to that is um, for anybody who's uh, if you're watching this version, uh, many people will listen to it on the podcast. But if you're watching this, you'll see that Krista does something extremely well that not many people do. And I include myself in this is that she makes eye contact even on Zoom. Most people, <laughs> most people don't do. I don't do that. I look at the other person on the camera. Yeah. But I realize that actually and somebody told me about this the other day is that actually if you look into the camera, which I don't do very often, then it's it's like making eye contact with people and you do that extremely well so anybody that watches the video will notice that uh but i picked up on that during the set i'm really bad for that i just like looking at the other person and, and yeah and talk but um that's even little things like that that i've learned through the session i was like oh this is this is very good i'm learning a lot here as well well thank you for saying that now i'm paranoid thinking about okay don't look away from the, <laughs> <laughs> the camera but thank you for sharing that i love it um for, for me, speaking is a huge part of, of being able to impact and influence people, which we said right at the top of the show. Um, the, the, the title of the podcast is Influence, and I'd love to know, just as our final question for today, um, what does the word influence mean to you? I, I love the word influence. So this just the name of your podcast, just the energy you have, everything around this. And 
to me, influence is really like, I think about marketing as influence sales as influence. And I like to think about it's a big responsibility that we have being in a position of influence and really looking to at how that um, the influence or the impact that we want to create is really about is most powerful when it's helping that person get closer to their goals. So like when sometimes I'll have a client that says, oh, I hate sales or sales is yucky. And I said, no, sales is about us helping someone see a path from where they are to what they most want. And it's not about us convincing them. And that's how I look at influence too, is really helping someone be inspired to take steps or actions that align with, with what their dreams and goals are. So it's very much in service of them in a beautiful, awesome way. I love that. I think that's a, a perfect place to wrap up. So I just want to say thank you again, Krista, for joining us. Um, anybody that has that calling, um, that bigger reason to, to get out there and help more people, serve more people, go and check out the link, jakeadamdavy.com forward slash Krista. Um, and you can join the Speak to Profit um, training. And um, any final words just before we finish today? Um, first, thank you for your time and attention. You know, that's always, I know, a, a hot commodity and I'm inspired and excited to connect with, with those that, that join us. And if you're, you're called to do this, take this as your sign. Let's get out there and, and start, you know, reaching out to people, at least having conversations, and you'll be amazed at what you find. Amazing. Thank you so much, Chris. I appreciate you joining us. Thank you, everybody that's been listening uh, and or watching the show today. Uh, go ahead, check out that link, jacadamdavy.com forward slash Krista. And uh, we will see you in the next episode. Thanks so much. Bye Thank you. Hi, friends. Jake here again. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. You can find links to anything that we've discussed, books, trainings, other podcasts, uh, anything currently that we're enjoying, you will find those in the show notes or you'll find it somewhere in and around all the information that you usually find in a podcast. And a reminder that if you'd like to know more about what I do, if you want more of tools, resources, any recommendations, readings, uh, free training, products and such, then you can find all of that on the website jakeadamdavy.com. Equally, if you want to come over and say hello, Instagram is always the best place and the account is at jakeadamdavy. If you're enjoying this podcast, don't hesitate to leave us a review. Of course, the more stars, the better. And equally, sharing is caring. So if you've heard something or listened to something that you've enjoyed yourself and you think will be beneficial or useful to other people, please do pass that on. It will be very much appreciated. And as you know, when you get a recommendation from somebody that you trust, there really is nothing better. Thank you so much. And until next time, stay on mission, do something extraordinary for others, keep inspiring and keep growing your circle of influence. Goodbye.